so excited. Rayanne. Girl. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> you are on the MIC. That is what this podcast is called. Did you know that? I did, I did. You are here. I'm very, very excited to have you in here today. Thank you for having me. I almost cancelled. <laughs> I was so stressed out last night. I was so tired this morning. But then I said, no, like, I can't cancel this. And not because I need the content, but because I need the conversation. I need to get out of my house today. That's what I need to do. What happened? Why was you drained? Today drained me and it's like, <laughs> what time is it? Like, one o'clock. So, why? The girls were just doing the most this morning. Everyone was tired. Everyone's moving in slow motion. We were late for school. Like then one Ray had anxiety because she didn't want to be going to school late. So it was just a whole thing. She she she's like responsible. Yeah, she she wants said to get to I, I'm gonna miss I'm gonna miss what was it? Some presentation she had to do. Oh yeah, so she The she girls were girling. Whole meltdown. For me, it was just trying to get my life together, like having a billion things on, at once to mm-hmm. do. I don't know why I take on so many things. I don't know who told me I can. <laughs> I don't know part. who convinced me that, that this part. was like practical, mm-hmm. but I take on so much stuff. And then I get stressed out when I realize that I've taken on so much stuff. Yeah. <laughs> stuff. I get overwhelmed. I didn't sleep. Oh, me neither. To where this morning I was just like, I'm about sick of this shit. You know that sound? <laughs> you know that sound? I was like, I'm about sick of this shit. I oh, felt like wow. turning tables over. Mm-hmm. It was it was just about enough for me. That's the thing. I think it's hard to compartmentalize being a mom and then doing your own stuff on the side. <sighs> and I didn't even mention the mom stuff yeah. on top of it because your kids you, your kids need you. Yeah. You you can't You can't switch that off. Yeah. You can't turn that off. You can't press pause. And like they're young, right? Their needs are important. Mm-hmm. Kids, they don't know how to defer their needs or yep. defer, you know, anything their really wants, like even that. anything. So what they want, they want it now. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you have hell to pay. And yep. so it's just like, yeah. So that's that. But anyway, for those who do not know who Rayanne is, tell us, tell the people, who are you? What do you do? Um, okay, so I'm Rayanne, and thank you so much for having me on here. Um, so I'm a mom of two, a single mom of two girls. I have a six-year-old and a five-year-old. Um, before becoming, I guess, an influencer, I, um, I'm an educator, so I was working with kindergarten children. Um, I've since paused that for now just because life happened and the pandemic happened. That'll and do it. <laughs> I had no support with my girls, so I had to do what I had to do. Um, so right now, it's kind of, I guess, a transition, transition period right now, but I'm loving the trajectory, to be honest. I'm loving to see just where things take me and yeah, that's about it, you know. They don't tell you the adjustments that you're going to have to make. Yeah. I think they do not prepare you for that. Like you go into things with like expectations of how your career is going to go. Yeah. And sometimes in Nagasa mm-hmm. like it really just don't go that way mm-hmm. and it's hard for you to so you almost have to grieve yes that part that part you almost have to grieve like your old life mm-hmm. your old patterns your mm-hmm. old just everything that you know everything you've known and then get to know the new normal mm-hmm. and get to love the new normal because the new normal is great but like you have to almost say and sometimes it's not let's be honest Ooh, 
the new normal that's tea. is sometimes not great. And that's tea. I think that we've romanticized, you know, loving ourselves to a point where it's like we don't even give ourselves grace or space, like you said, to grieve or to dislike this new change because there's not, um, it's not always going to be a fun time mm, in transition. There's well, almost guilt around it. Yeah. Like there's almost guilt around like just being being um unhappy yeah. with how things are now if things change i'm not just gonna automatically jump on ship and be like okay great let's go do this no mm. it was struggle there was struggle in that transition so i think allowing myself to grieve and allowing myself to say okay this this is hard i think for a while it was so hard for me to say you're struggling like this is hard even to admit really? that i'm struggling was a hard thing because I just grew up, I also grew up with a single mom and to just see your mom do everything, it was like, you can't, you don't need to admit it. Like, you yeah. just, this is just what we do, right? Do you feel like growing up seeing your mom do everything, mm-hmm. do you think that that gave you an unrealistic expectation of what it would be like for yourself? 100%. Mm, and so then when you got into the same situation as your mom, <clears throat> maybe you might have felt that you were gonna be able to like, handle it with the set yeah take it all on because your mom didn't show you the the side where she was like no not feeling okay no and so that you probably might might have felt i'm not putting words in your mouth but did you ever feel guilt about like not feeling okay (laughs) yeah for sure and i think as a black woman we are just pre almost pre i shouldn't i don't know if predisposed is the right word but we've seen it so much that we don't really admit that we're struggling we don't really see things um as they are sometimes like if we're going through a hard time it's just like okay well this is just what presents itself but mm. we're just gonna keep going yeah and i think it's important to sit in it sometimes and just be like hey you know what this is hard it's hard it's hard this is not easy we yeah we, we're gonna get through it yeah we're gonna continue but sitting it and saying that it's hard i don't know for me it just does something and it's 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 a way to just humanize my whole experience i love that about you i love the way that you use your social media to share not just the good sides of motherhood and the fun stuff mm-hmm. which i love by the way i love all the fun activities i guess that's where your kindergarten background yeah, comes from for sure it's you don't just share that side of it but you also share the struggles you share the hard parts days when you're not feeling 100 percent. yeah days when you know being maybe being a single mom is taking its toll mm-hmm and you're very open and honest about it was you always like that no and i it was hard to get to that point because again just the background that i've had it was i never really realized that i was going through a hard time because i just kept going like there was even more than obviously i present but there's so much behind the scenes and um i just had to keep going i had no choice because my girls only have me right Mm. so um it got to a point, to be honest, that I just couldn't do it anymore. I couldn't just keep going. I couldn't just ignore all the storms that were happening in my life. Um, so once I had that breakdown and that realization that if I'm not okay... It was an actual breakdown? Legit. Ooh. Legit. Like, you can't just keep going through a hurricane and expect that your Facts. house is still going to be standing still. Facts that your belongings are still going to be where they're at you know so as such humans are the same way we can't just keep going through things and expecting that we're going to come out on the other side untouched untouched unscathed 
and so <laughs> like right? you just escaped it like it's not gonna happen no no so once that took place i just had to recoup and just kind of find a new a new path for myself and i didn't really have anyone to turn to in terms of like like culturally or my family to say hey like this is what i'm going through or i could say certain things but i didn't feel that it it had any i know the word i'm not really sure about the word but i didn't feel like it had it it had that much weight to it like it was mm. just kind of roll off yeah. the back kind of thing mm. So I just created a space that I wanted in my life for for other women and other moms, and here we are today. <laughs> that's it. You can't find your tribe unless you're honest about what it is that you need that's around you. Was, yeah. And that's exactly how Moms in Control even came to be because yeah. I that's what I needed. I just yeah. needed people around me who who get it. That's it. Because not all mom. That's the thing. All moms understand certain things. We have certain things that we all can relate to. Mm-hmm. But then there are some things that only. S- not every mom gets 100% because all moms are different like there are things that single moms just get that yeah. other types of moms just don't understand sure. then there are things that like entrepreneur like mompreneurs get that other moms just don't get like mm-hmm. there's you have to find your specific group of yeah. people who get where you're coming from and get what you're going through and eat with the mental health because that's that's what we're really talking about here mm-hmm. with mental health it's like first of all we don't we are, we already know that the circumstances will affect our mental health like mm-hmm. the the responsibility that we have the constantness of the responsibility but not just that hormones child can we talk about that please because that is part of it like yeah. that actually affects your mood in yeah. a way that like people we, sometimes you think people might think you're exaggerating yeah you feel feelings that are irrational sometimes simply because that when you become a mother like your hormones are everywhere all over the place that's where postpartum depression comes and from that's where my whole journey started from. really yeah. you had that was it bad but with both was, kids with i both didn't girls? have it with raylan with my second daughter but i had it i'm saying names like you guys know my kids <laughs> um i didn't have it with my second daughter um my kids are 19 months apart so or a year and a half um, so I did have it with my first daughter really bad, but I didn't, again, it wasn't something that was on the forefront culturally, mm. so no one really spoke to me about it. It's oh something that God, I heard, yeah. but I didn't really give it much thought until, um, she was about five months old and I was experiencing like extreme rage, irrational thoughts. Like I was even like literally hearing voices. Like it was just so extreme. I did not feel like myself. And it was something where it's like, who can I talk to about this? People are legit gonna think I'm crazy. Yeah. And it was only when um, another mom, she was like, hey, you know, she took me to the side and she was like, I think that this is something that you might be experiencing. It's something to look into. Um, But she approached me in a way that was so comforting and I didn't feel ostracized. I didn't feel alienated. And lo and behold, I did go to the doctors and, you know, I was diagnosed with it, but it was one of the worst experiences like and Mm. even going back and when i researched it it didn't it didn't present itself the way that i experienced it as a black woman especially and i think sometimes with mental health there's this umbrella of mental health and and resources but it's not necessarily always catered towards the black the black experience Experience. because there's other things on top of 
being black adds another element. There's exactly. another thing on top of all the other stuff that everyone else experiences. Yeah. As the microaggressions and stuff like when we go out to the oh. store, when we go to appointments and things like that. Like yeah. if I ever went to an appointment without my husband or went to the store without my husband or something, people just assume, assume 100%. that my kids don't have a dad. <laughs> my child doesn't have a dad. Like that is the first assumption. Oh, she's, you know, he left. Yeah. And I'm sure even with you, oh. people assume, oh, he left, even though you left. <laughs> even though I left. And then on top of that, there's this whole other thing because my children are biracial. So it's like, it's a lot. It's a lot I of things. That's a whole conversation for another podcast, Ooh. but it's a lot. And all of this was, all of these things were stuff that I was battling and internally and externally, but I just, yeah, like I said earlier, I, I just got to a point, I was like, I cannot do this. So like you said, I just, I had to find my tribe and I felt like if I was experiencing this, it took me a while, to be honest, to share and to open up because again, culturally, like we don't talk about stuff like this. Mm. Um, and just also worrying about who's going to find out or what's everybody going to think or what's everybody going to say or is it going to get back to my kid's father? And it's like, I got to a point, I, ha I had to live my life for me. You know, it really can't be about what others are, what everyone else is going to think um, because they're not in my situation day to day. And if I drop out, like, who's going to be there? You're the one who has to live your life at the end of the day. <laughs> like, Do you know what I mean? They're not in your life. So it doesn't matter what they think about your life. Mm -hmm. That's, and that's that on yeah. that. And when it translates <laughs> to social media, social media has been so fabricated over the years and it's like can we not just go back to the days we just post hey i'm sitting over here Ooh. like let me post what i'm eating let me post just um. organic stuff and it's just like it's exhausting to be on social media at this point so I, like it's great to come on social media and see moms post their highlight reels of their kitchen and their everything's nice and tidy and clean but let's be honest that was it doesn't always look yeah, come on now and, you, you and hold on a minute angles. you cho you chose certain angles because the the mess first and foremost is behind the camera we can't see the mess the you mess is there let's not me. pretend don't try me and your kid was screaming five minutes okay ago. you gave them some candy okay to shut up so they can look all cute okay and fancy like let's not act like this is not curated content thank you let's be real real about it and you know what else i'm so Sorry, happy about no it's true because honestly i see it as well and i'm just like oh please it's not like, everything we consume <clears throat> is curated like why why are you lying to people I'm you sorry. know and like sometimes even with like okay i'm gonna say this i am so happy that i can finally go on social media and show my belly rolls this i feel this very song. happy about this oh let it hang I'm so happy about this. We can this. see it. We know you have a belly, so what are we the hiding? The belly is there. What are we hiding? The belly is there. What are we hiding? The belly is there. Show the belly. It's there. It's there. We, we decorate it. it. <laughs> Not decorate. Decorate it. Put on some put on some uh waist beads. beads and call it a day. Yeah, get your belly button pierced. Listen, yeah. Put on listen. put on a nice jeans with a nice dangly belt decorate the belly because and, we and see post it. it it's there it's there all the waist training is not helping you sis it's not doing it thank you it's i'm not. sick and tired of the waist cinching it's i'm not. sick and tired of all of this it's you know not. people they have babies right and then they'll post themselves in the gym two days after the baby's born. can we just relax relax because it's you're not. placing unrealistic expectations on mums you're this giving snapback culture 
it's unrealistic you're making us you're making us sick and i literally mean it because you're making us mentally unhealthy i didn't even know and this might sound stupid but i didn't even know that after you have the baby like i just assumed that your belly like okay the baby's not there anymore so your belly will be flat you still have a bump i you still have a bump for like at least another week no idea no idea yeah so after i had rain i was like why is the bump still there it's just a little bit lower but it's still there right weird what's going on and you expect these are things that we just talk about yeah because it's unrealistic to expect us to all just like you need to give mums time to recuperate once you have a child you're a new person you've entered a passageway where the old person that just had a baby is dead like she can she's nowhere to be found she will never exist again once you become a mom i don't think people get it like you change biologically mentally in every single way like the old me i look at pictures of me before i had my child who is that who is that that? i don't look nothing like her i don't sound nothing like her i don't think anything like her i don't Mm -hmm. even remember like i don't even like the same sandwiches i've changed (laughs) (laughs) i'm new i'm different recall what life was before having children and i had to grieve i don't and i had to grieve that because I was, I missed her sometimes. Sometimes I would look at old pictures and be like, I actually miss her. And like, I miss how I used to feel or I miss how I used to X, Y, and Z. Mm. And it took me a while to realize that that isn't me anymore. And it took me a, a good minute before I first of all felt comfortable in my new new mm. essence, felt comfortable with who I am now, with my new dreams, my new d- desires, my new passions, my new direction. Um, and just me now yeah. i'm happy now and so when sometimes wh- when i'm eating healthy or exercising or doing anything it's not so i can go back it's so that i can go forward i don't want to be here yeah. again i want to like see who's next like what's next mm-hmm. for me mm-hmm. so I, I i i don't even look back at her reminiscing anymore like she's mm-hmm. do- she's gone yeah she's gone i don't know her and she is not mm-hmm. returning but i did have to grieve and i did have to figure out what i'm doing next and did have to figure out like who am i now yeah. that is that takes its toll on you mentally and i think that there's more pressure put on women because i mean even as let's say teenagers right we don't necessarily go back and be like i wish i was five <laughs> like, kids don't do that yeah so and, and I don't really, and maybe they do, but I don't, I don't really hear men talking about like, I really miss when I was 20 or I really miss, because I think the pressure that's put on women, like we don't, it's almost like we have an expiry date. This is it. Men, when they get older, it's like when they, they get more money and yeah. they get like, you know, they just feel more confident within themselves because they're more accomplished they get as they get older they start to feel more valuable whereas women like as we get older we're made to feel less valuable we're made to feel like you know it's it's over for you baby you know and the kevin samuels and andrew tates of the world girl have definitely done their part to make us (laughs) to to put that narrative out there that that is what it is you know as you get older you're what do they call Everything. it damaged goods the clock is the clock is ticking and so as such there's just all this anxiety that's built you just feel like you have to fast track everything when you're in you know you're 29 it's like oh god i'm turning 30 mm. okay we can do things life still happens life 30. still happens after 30 
they say it gets better i've got one year to figure it to find out for myself i'm 30 right now and honestly it's it's been a journey but i'm here and Mm -hmm. i'm diving how does it compare to being 20 in your 20s um i mean i think it's just been a realization of loving and just learning who i am and Mm -hmm. being unapologetic i think in my 20s i was so caught up with just i was still figuring life out first of all um i did have my kids relatively early um so it was just a lot of navigating i was just about to say that i find that when people turn 30 like when they're single and don't have Mm -hmm. kids i think it seems to be in from what i'm observing i'll find out when i get there but it seems like it's a different experience to those who maybe spend half their 20s as parents because that ages you real quick and you know people do say like when you turn 30 you stop worrying about what other people think i feel like that happens when you have a kid for me it was the opposite i didn't when i turned 30 i wasn't no longer worrying about that yeah that's what that's what people say when you turn 30 you stop thinking about what other people think but for me that stopped when i had my daughter yeah when i had so i was just like look i'm a grown grown ass woman with a child i'm a whole woman i'm a whole mom i'm a big big woman yeah like i have a life (laughs) to take care of like yeah i really felt like that when i turned 25 and i was like oh this is a strange age because i'm not really old but mm-hmm. i'm not young and then i had my daughter and then i got married and all of that started well, I happening like you've always been way more mature than your age anyways mm. so there's that on top of that and but then there's responsibility that's what i'm saying ages yeah. you because yeah. i look at certain celebrities that are young but they just seem so old yeah. like you look at kylie jenner yeah like she just seems like a big old woman <laughs> but that's because she got two whole kids and a big multi-million dollar business to run like the responsibility age of you it's true and i (laughs) I also think the way we carry ourselves ages us because people have an expectation that okay she carries herself like this so she must not be 25 Mm. so i don't know i can speak for myself but i just feel like i've always had this expectation to accomplish certain things or to carry myself a certain way because i guess how i've carried myself yeah and sometimes it, it, it is some it's a motivating factor but at the same time it's kind of daunting because it's like i can't do it all mm. all the time you know i can't always be in this space we where, can't no you know so i think that's kind of been a fine line to to walk on so what do you do on days when you're just your mental health is not strong your mental health is not with it like you're not feeling it mm-hmm. you don't feel uh, like mothering <laughs> yeah. how do you how do you do this because me i tap out Mm-hmm. and sometimes sometimes I don't have the option but sometimes I do like yeah. I can go to Jalil my husband and be like I can't do it today. Yeah. what do you do this is a <sighs> genuine question honestly there's days when there's nothing I can do um, and I think that is why I created the not why I mean I didn't really have a clear focus going into um, being so transparent and kind of curating a community on social media but it started at home and I realized that I don't really have the option to turn off or turn on or to say okay I'm in this space someone tag in you know it's just me and it's just me and my girls so I had to first start being super transparent with them and I'm honest like you know mama's not feeling good today Mm. and talking about emotions and talking about mental health i mean i don't really label it as depression or anxiety but i relate it to them remember two weeks ago or yesterday when you felt xyz again coming back to the humanizing part about things because i don't want them to 
also they're going to experience life regardless of yeah. how much we want to protect them or not our children are going to experience life so for me personally i don't want to shelter them to the point where they feel that they can't they can't experience anger or sadness i don't label those things as negative emotions right um because i think sometimes that's also why we have so much anxiety because it's like okay i feel so angry or i might feel jealous and i don't know how to um i don't know how to move through that right um so it really started out <coughs> being super duper transparent with them sometimes it's i have to just clock out whether it's i sit in my room for i mean maybe other moms can take two hours for me i, I had to t- i literally put a timer on my phone to say okay i have 30 minutes or um whatever the time is um sometimes i just turn off the light and sit in my room and just decompress mm. um other times it's having a cry in the bathroom that'll do it and then going right back out and <laughs> do what i gotta do that'll you do know? it so it, it really varies depending on what the situation is but to for me personally i think it's just been super helpful to be transparent with my children yeah i love that i love that and you made a good point like they're going to experience life regardless so there's nothing you can really do to stop that from happening yeah and it's best that they understand now that these things are normal the ebbs and flows of life are gonna happen it's normal sometimes Mm -hmm. you're gonna feel great sometimes you're not gonna feel great like what you mentioned earlier about how you weren't necessarily prepared because your mom never really exposed you to the negatives your kids are going to be prepared. Like, they're mm. going to grow up knowing, like, there's going to be days when I'm feeling down. And that's okay. Because I remember mum used to, you know, mum had down days. Yeah. But she's still a great mom. So. And, and even even within our home, like, we have, well, I created, like, spaces for them to just retreat to. So, their little room with, you know. And, and I'm hoping that it will not, it's not going to eradicate mental illness, right? But I think we just need to start small and start in our homes. Sometimes we, we like to think so broad Mm. but we need to really focus in and 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 start at home yeah it's true it starts at home this i like that yeah and so that's and do your kids ever like have they ever expressed that they they understand that it's it's not when you say you're not feeling good do they understand the difference between like physical discomfort and like when it's mental and stuff like that sometimes i've noticed (laughs) and it actually caught me off guard um I might just, you know, sometimes just like, just that sigh. And my youngest, I mean, both of them have done it, but a lot of times my youngest does it. She's just, if she could live in my skin, she would, <laughs> you know? So she's very in tune with me. Mm-hmm. Um, so she came to me and she's like, Mama, are you okay? Is everything okay? And I realized that she she got it, you know? They're so perceptive. And I was like... Yeah, they're so perceptive. Because even my daughter, she'll do that sometimes. She'll be like mommy are you sad yeah and sometimes i'm like yeah i'm not feeling i'm not feeling great i'm I'm a bit sad and she'll be like oh so that would you have me to read you a story and stuff like that she'll offer little solutions but that's <laughs> a sign of empathy and we yeah. want our children to have that yeah so I, I think clearly we're doing what we what we should be what we should be doing because i just don't want to put humans out into the world that have no empathy have no social sort of it's great to have you know, book smarts, but I want my children to be emotionally intelligent as well. Mm. For sure. Like, I love that. I think, I think you're doing such a good job with the balance that you, you're creating as well in your Thank home. You. Because you, there's no way to survive without creating such a 
such balance you Mm -hmm. have to be able to create an environment where you can be human they can be human and you kind of work together as a team the three of you are like a team you and the girls you work together (laughs) and they're patient with you you're patient with them they're patient with each other and you you just figure it out and make it all work and Mm -hmm. i love that thank you so some advice for the moms at home um depending on the temperament of your child but um one my oldest is i mean she is coming out of her shell but she used to be very closed off and that's something that i've been working on her with so just talking more about emotions and reiterating that it's okay to have certain emotions whether it's anger like i noticed she would more go into her shell if she felt angry or if she felt sadness but then you know happiness was just all over the place you know she was mm. bursting with joy so just teaching her that it's okay to to express those emotions and to feel that we just need to now rein it in and and know how to um how to i guess move through it um, yeah or i guess express it in, in in the physical sense um with my other daughter she is very very emotional um so what was happening was there was a lot of meltdowns there was a lot of just erratic behavior um screaming just you know is behavior like that and so right now um we do this thing where because sometimes it was just like i couldn't get to her mm. it was just i had to just wait till it, it it was the episode was done right and so now something that we do we say well i'll tell her like okay blow up your balloons and I mean, she loves balloons, so it was just something tangible for her to, to, to think about, I guess. And um, so when I tell her that, she has to, you know, breathe in and breathe out. Like, she's blowing up. Oh, yeah. Room. Right. And it calms her down immediately. And now I find her, she'll be in the moment, and then she'll be, okay, mama, I'm going to blow up my balloons. Oh. And so that's been helpful. Another thing, um, because she's so emotional again and... and she was having she was having difficulty identifying her emotions so when i see it coming on um we do this thing like i feel so she needs to tell me how she feels so that's like a great way for her to identify her emotions but also to center herself and then i'll say okay you feel say she says i feel sad okay i understand that you feel sad what can we do to solve that yeah so giving her the tools to say okay this is how i feel but one it's allowing her to know that it's an attainable goal that she can get through those emotions and two giving her the tools in a safe space i guess to to solve that problem so that that's really been something that's been working for me Mm. i I love that i love that and then also of course if you need to take five minutes in the bathroom to cry and slide down the wall then that will that helps you can go in the room and cry and not not to be rude but like first of all life goes on whether you're crying or not (laughs) like i'm just keeping it real that's another thing like we gotta keep it real with our kids yeah it's gonna happen i still have to make dinner even though you're crying yeah 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 you know what i'm saying so go in your room have that cry i'm not coming in there i'm not caught there's a time and a place to call your kids right but go have that cry and then even you though you can have your cries too yes yeah 100 and me i have my cries 100 percent and i'll come back out and we'll march out and we'll do this This is together. it i feel like just cry cry and cry out, i always man. say this thing i say cry, cry and done cry out cry and get out of your system and then carry on and life. then come talk to me mm. 
Because sometimes that's what you need, just yeah. to express, to get the emotions out. Yeah. Like, tears are a good way to release. You know, you know, trauma gets trapped in your body. Yes, physically, you feel it. Crying is a good way to actually release that trauma. Yeah. Is like in a physical way. Otherwise, you can start feeling things like knots in your back yeah. and your shoulders, migraines. and tension, migraines, um, skin issues. Mm-hmm. This is all tr- trauma just yeah. stuck in your body that so like, you've got to get it out. Like so, sometimes exercising, deep breaths, like breathing yeah. out crying you gotta get the te- you got to get the trauma out yeah. so yeah crying and just moving our body like sometimes just let's just dance we mm, just put on some music just silly dance it out dancing yeah, yeah, yeah some music this is a that's a good thing one last thing that is a good tip someone gave me as well like ch- just changing the emotions yeah. so when kids have like have strong emotions that they're feeling just help them pick a different one yeah. so like if you're feeling sadness i'm gonna just present you with some other options and then you can choose one so like i might start tickling you and you can choose that or you we can put on some music and dance you can choose that or like we'll just we'll switch we can yeah. choose something else yeah. to channel this emotional energy for into sure. yeah i like that that's a really good one i think it's important for us to also channel ourselves right because you can't expect a, a child that's still learning how to navigate things if us as adults sometimes we can't we don't have any sort of emotional regulation yeah so if we can't check ourselves how are we checking our kids oh that's tea what are you crying for oh rayan that's tea (laughs) you can't even check your own emotions oh oh and i know they don't want to hear that no let's talk about it because if you as a big grown strong back adult can't check your own emotions talking to your kid about what are you crying for no but it's true if you yourself can't control your emotions how are you expecting a child to be able to do that that's what a lot of people are missing yeah because they are modeling our behavior they're copying our behavior so what we do is what they're going to be doing and if you have all this high energy what is your kid going to be on yeah my child's hype but hype because i'm hype i'm hype i'm hype so she's hype yeah so it, I'm dramatic and so is she. Super. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So we also need to be mindful of what's going on with us. Because if we don't check that at the door, guess what? Your kids are falling right behind you. Right See, behind you. everybody wants a mini-me until they get a mini-me. Everybody wants a mini-me until they get a mini-me. The kids are not just little puppets that or little cute little puppies that you dress up and that look cute. No, 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 no. We're putting children, we're like... We're putting children out into the world. They are mirrors of us. Like, come on. Yeah. If you don't give them to the tools to build, how are they building? Mm. And they're just going to be like, like, you know, when they, when they grow up and they start talking back or like giving you the same stress you did give your mom. It was cute when they were two though. <laughs> it was cute when they were two, right? Never cute. It was cute when they were two. Mm. Now they're 10. And you don't like it. It's never cute to me. Oh, it's never cute to me. I'm just saying. I don't like all You know that. the ones on social media. I'm old school. I like kids with manners. Have I, manners. I you could be cute to you. Can't cute no more. But if you're rude. I like kids to be manageable. Period. I don't like them to be rude, disrespectful. Period. Nothing like that. That yeah. is not. I like them to challenge me though. I like kids that challenge. Same. When I tell you to do something, if you don't understand why I'm giving you that rule, I do like it when you come back. Like, but why? why? Like that doesn't. Or even if you offer me solutions that you think makes more sense, Sometimes I'm about like, that too. I'm like, you know what? what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you know what? Yeah. So true. So, true. so I'm with that. Yeah. But rudeness. 
that's that's what we're not no i don't do it going to be doing i don't play it yeah i'm with you on that i'm not your friend we're not friends yeah um yeah i'm so difficult i'm so tricky with this we're not friends yeah I think we're very modern, but we're also very old school. I'm old school, but I am also modern. Yeah. Because I, I am your friend. But I'm your mom first. She like, I'm, my little, they are they, my little yeah, best friends. Yeah, like, you're my but, friend. But I'm your mom first. Yeah, 100%. Mom, then friend. Yeah. But still friend. That's still on the list. Yes, actually, it's true. It is true. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, because when, like, for example, especially when they get older. Even now, though, the way we are with our kids, like, yeah, they are our friends. They are. They are. Like, sometimes so, I'd rather be chilling with them. Let's go over and hang out. Very much so. And when they're teenage, like, when she's a teen- teenager, I don't want them, her to feel like she can't talk to me about things. Yes. Like, I, I do, I will, I'm obviously your mum, so you have to have that respect and stuff. Mm-hmm. And that, that you know, reverence. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll treat you with respect too, equally, because I'm not about that whole, that. you respect me, but I don't have to respect you back. I'll that. respect you equally. But I also want you to think, like, if you're going through something in your teens or you know you're faced with moral ethical dilemmas that you can come and talk to me about mm. it and we can talk like and there's not going to be judgment there's not going to be any hard feelings that's how i want you to feel like i don't want you to feel like oh i can't talk to my mom about mm. nothing she's so strict she said this she does she's just gonna cuss me she's gonna drag me i don't want you to feel that way mm-hmm. like i do want you to feel safe to speak to me about stuff i agree but that's why i also think it, it should start from when our kids are two three four five six yeah seven, you're so right you can't just now have 16 year olds and wonder why they're not talking to you yeah because you wouldn't you never yeah, had that report you never, you never yeah you never laid that foundation yeah it's true so, so we from now from early you have yeah. to be like okay well let's talk yeah. me and soul do this cute thing every night we talk about like what we did today or like she'll tell yeah, me like yeah. her highlights of the day and the things that she enjoyed or mm-hmm. the things that were like she she didn't really like and i feel like little conversations like that we just have conversations yeah. with our kids and talk to them and it's not just always i said this and this is what you mm-hmm. must do it mm-hmm. is yeah you're right from young yeah sitting the foundation yeah ray and i've needed this honestly this was a whole therapy with it so. <laughs> i've needed this when i got when I, I told you i almost cancelled but i said no i need the conversation yeah no, I was because okay. i need to just talk to my mom like that's the other thing sorry i know we're trying to wrap up but <laughs> <laughs> i think it's really important to just talk to someone yeah just talk to another mom because having it all crammed inside <sighs> it is too much it's way too much that's why i have the group chat we have the mums in control group chat when i'm feeling away like i literally go in the group like guys but sometimes you don't even know that other people are going through it yeah it's just it's so isolating so just having and lonely yes Mm -hmm. and sometimes scary as well like we need to get out of our head and start start realizing that everyone's going through similar things like whatever we're dealing with is we're not the first to ever deal with it right we might be the first in our family we might be breaking generational curses but we're not the first in the world so there is somebody out there who has maybe broken a similar generational curse and so we need to speak 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 share 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 and and find comfort and community Mm -hmm. in that thank you for coming thank you for on the this mic was, this was awesome i'm gonna have you back i'm loving to be back yes please we love the tea over here so i'm gonna have you back next <laughs> week okay <laughs> i love it thank you so much and guys don't forget to share this download this check in next week on the mic we are back with another episode bye, bye guys <laughs>